Hello, neighborhood hoes. It's your girl, Brittany. And for those of you that are already familiar, welcome back. And for those of you that are new, thanks for tuning in. I don't know how you got here, but I'm glad you did. You're now listening to the Love Below Connection. So as promised the last time I talked to y'all, I told you we would get to know my partner, Lynn. He's here tonight. He's feeling the vibe. And tonight we're going to talk about a few different things. So guys, say hello to Lynn. Hi there, all you cool cats and kittens. (laughs) That bitch. Fuck that bitch, Carol Baskin. Fuck that bitch. Hey, guys, if you haven't watched Tiger King, you should definitely watch it. It's insane, but we're not going to even go down Mm-mm. that rabbit hole right now. Um, Lynn, tell them about yourself. Uh, real quick intro. I'm 43. I've lived in a lot of different places and been through a lot of different experiences, but it's made me who I am. And it's led me to be married to this wonderful woman. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. For real, y'all. I'm so lucky. So, let's talk about how we met. Yeah. So, let me introduce us formally. We're the neighborhood hoes. Yeah. <laughs> and we met on a kinky fetish website. Uh-huh. I know, I know. What a shock. Crazy. <laughs> um, I actually met him when I was in a relationship with someone else and when I met him I discovered that I was definitely more than just an open type of relationship person that I was definitely pawing um our first dynamic was with two other people yeah two or three two two yeah so he was one of three mm-hmm. yeah Um, Yeah, so it's just been an incredible journey, and we're definitely going to slowly but surely divulge in some interesting shit about us. Oh, yeah. Uh, But we're not going to give it to you all up front, but let's just say that life was what brought us together, and a special shout-out to one of my friends. I'm not going to name her name, but she knows who she is, and if it it wasn't for her introducing me to FetLife, I would have never met my my partner in life. Yeah, it's probably accurate. So yeah, so let's get into it. So Lynn and I are both pansexual, polyamorous people. Mm-hmm. We're both into kink. We're switches. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know what switches are, we'll cover that at some point too. But we're switches. He is a D type with switch tendencies and I am an S type with switch, switch tendencies. tendencies. Yeah. So Shit gets real interesting around here real fucking quick. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Man. So, since we haven't established the podcast yet, um, we decided to write down some topics and throw it in a bag. We're just going to shake this shit up and literally shake this shit up and cover some stuff. So, grab you a glass of wine or grab you a blunt. Or whatever, just put your earbuds in and chill with us, because tonight we're going to take you on a little bit of a journey. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you're going to enjoy it. I think you will. 
So let me grab the bag. Let's shake this shit up and let's get it popping. Yeah. Let me get it. <laughs> All right. You gonna go first? Yeah. Ooh. Get one. Okay. Let's see, guys. <laughs> so the topic is actually one that I wrote, and it's the topic is sexual experiences. Okay. I'll bite. So, I should have wrote positive or negative, but I you, think... I think you can cover either one you want. Either one? Yeah. Well, I'm a positive, reaffirming type person, so I'm going to go with something really positive. So, a positive sexual experience that I had recently was actually with you, Lynn. And last it was actually night? last night. Yeah, yeah. I already know. <laughs> I was there. I know. Wow. <laughs> so, for me, sex is always an essential thing. Okay? It's what helps me bridge the intimacy that he and I have for each other in every literal capacity. If he and I haven't fucked in a few days, we are just not seeing eye to eye on shit. Yeah. We can't focus on our jobs. We can't focus on what we want for dinner. We can't do anything. We're like two idiots walking around here. <laughs> <Basically>. <laughs> Just mad at the fucking world because we haven't had sex. Uh -huh. um, so a recent positive experience. So for me, I'm in my head a lot whenever I'm having sex. And it's just this default mode I go into. It's something I'm working through. Um, but sometimes I can't really fully get into the space that I need to, which is one of the reasons why I love being in a DS with him. If I'm bottoming for him, um, he puts me in the space that I need to to give and receive pleasure. And it's beautiful. But whenever it's like two or three o'clock in the morning, and we're both fucking horny. Ain't nobody got time for that. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to do it when we're trying to be a little vanilla-y, you know? Yeah, we don't do good with vanilla. vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the experience was pretty basic. So last night we were getting into a few things and I just can't really fully relax whenever I'm receiving oral and I'm just always kind of in the back of my mind like, oh, this feels so good. And then like, okay, that's enough, that's enough. <laughs> come up come up for Eric that's enough I'm good I'm good I can never really fully relax enough to come so last night he was looking and eating you know looking and eating whatever and I was in the zone I was in the space I was there but I just couldn't get there and so I asked him to come up for air <laughs> and he asked me he was like do you not like the way that I eat your pussy? And I felt, bitch, I felt a whole fucking way. Oh, how dare you? Oh, why would you say that? I love all the things that you do to me. You raggedy ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but it was an honest question and an honest moment. And I wasn't giving him the energy that he's normally used to getting from me and vice versa uh, and I know it sounds kind of negative this experience sounds kind of negative but I promise you give me a little bit it's not I promise so 
we're talking and I get out of my bag and I found out that I've been withholding how I really wanted my pussy to be eaten. Like, I didn't even realize I just, he's so good with doing everything. I never have to tell him ever anything. You know, he's just automatically like, boom, sends me there, takes me there every time. I never feel like I have to give him directions or details on what I want. But part of what it is, is the reason I can take you there is because even though you may not say it, your body tells me. Yeah. And I pay attention to that. Yeah. But last night, your body wasn't telling me anything. Okay. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let's just say we had a discussion. And I felt like he blew the dust off my pussy. I was like, what is this? Yeah. Oh. I went deep sea diving. Ha! Oh, toes and fingers and... Oh, oh, just what? <laughs> I told... I literally, when I came, I said, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, you did. Fuck you, Lynn. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck. Fuck, 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 you. <laughs> and he was like, what did I do? What did I do, baby? What did I do? No, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I knew what it meant. But... In summary, to summarize the positive sexual experience, it was the communication part of it. It was the honest aspect of our connection. People often overlook the fact that your partners, they aren't mind readers. You have to communicate what you want. You're always evolving and vibrating higher as a being, or at least I hope you're doing that. And you got to be honest about it, too. Yeah, like... You're growing and changing, so your partner is not going to be able to adapt quickly to your changes as you are yourself. So you've got to tell your partner, what the fuck is up? Mm-hmm. Always have that check-in. So it was a real nice reminder to say, hey, I need to take a step back, tell him what I want, how I like. And I came so fucking hard, I cussed his ass out. Mm-hmm. So it's a beautiful thing in the end, in the end game. But yeah, not the first time you cussed me out after sex. Guys, communication is king. Okay, baby, pull another one out the bag. That's my turn. Yeah. Let's see what we got. Ooh, one I picked. <laughs> is that the one that you wrote? This is one of the ones I wrote. Ooh, let's get into it. All right, so I drew something that is called dom space basically for anyone that's kind of in the kinky world i'm sure y'all have heard of subspace it's just kind of the state of being where you're very submissive and your top will do whatever he wants to you dom space is the opposite so that's when your dominant is really feeling himself okay you're giving him all of your submissive energy So he's feeling, shit, I am the man right now. I can do what I want to you, how I want, and you're going to take it like a good girl. Mm. So, but it's also a very, for certain tops, it can be very adrenaline filling because you have all of this power over this person and you can pretty much do whatever you want if you've dropped them correctly. So it can be very exhilarating and it can make you feel very powerful. But at the same time, you can't let that go to your head. You have to always watch for safety. You have to watch for cues. You can't ever take it too far. So along with that power, 
I mean, with great power comes great responsibility, right? Yeah, so I agree. It's something, it's, it can be very exhilarating, your adrenaline can pump, but you have to remember who you are, where you are, and what you're doing. Let's talk to them like they're newbies. Because I don't know who all is listening. Some people have more experience than others. So let's just say it kind of like this. You have a top and a bottom. You have a dom and a sub. Mm -hmm. And you have people like us that are switches. We're hard Mm 50-50. We can do either one. We're very fluid. Mm -hmm. So the space that he's talking about is the space that you can occupy whenever you're in a DS with someone. Whenever you're in a dynamic with a top or bottom, it's a space that you enter whenever you're performing or whenever you're serving. Mm-hmm. Would you th- say that's accurate? That's accurate, yeah. yeah. And that's like a very simplified version of it, but that's accurate. Okay. All right. It's your turn. Is it my turn? Your turn. Uh, okay, let me change the music. I'm on an Ari vibe right now, guys. If you don't know who Ari Linux is, you need to get your life. Okay, what do we got here? Damn it, we're just picking our own topics. Bad figures. What'd you get? Ooh. Yeah? You want me to cover this? Yeah, For real? Okay. All right, y'all. So the topic that I drew was consent and communication. And I know that we kind of cover communication in that sexual experience topic. Um, but I really wanted to definitely talk about consent and say, first and foremost, consent is fucking sexy. That's first and foremost. And secondly, you're never going to have a positive experience with anything that you try or do if you don't properly communicate. And that's in regards to having sex, I guess, you know. Um, I would say in hindsight, like whenever Lynn and I are having sex or if we're adding partners or a partner, we always require consent for touching hugging kissing fucking all that Mm -hmm. you have to remember guys that your body is your fucking body and no one has the right to ever challenge that you can determine who's in your space and who's inside you and that's mentally physically emotionally and motherfucking spiritually That was a gospel right there, wasn't it? Yeah, I felt that shit. But honestly, consent is super important. Whether you're just having vanilla, basic sex, whatever, you know, or really kinky or, you know, extreme shit. It's always important to check in with your partner when you're having sex. Because sometimes consent is not necessarily consistent throughout anything you're doing. Mm -hmm. So... Consent is super important, guys. And what are you going to say, darling? Well, it can also be a really fun way of foreplay, too. The top or the bottom, the top who's going to be doing everything, asking for consent, can make it part of the floor play by asking, you know, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And it can be sexy as shit. Yeah, consent is sexy as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, Lynn will text me sometimes and be like... Go ahead. 
Okay, I stopped and looked at him, guys, just to see if I can get the consent. See, we've been together so long, I can give him a look to ask you for consent. <laughs> oh, man. Lynn will text me sometimes and be like, I can't wait to fuck your throat when I get home, kid. And I'm like, oh, yes, daddy, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> but in a way, I mean, that's me flirting with you. That's me telling you I'm horny, but it's also me asking you for consent. Because if you were to tell me, my head hurts, I'm not feeling good, that's your way of saying, no. I'm not feeling it. Yeah. But you know what I mean? It's yeah. a way of asking for consent. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, but yeah, it's important, guys. It's so important to have consent in everything that you do. In the bedroom or out of the bedroom, don't really matter. But you should always ask. And there's always this running joke with my husband about him being a colonizer and wanting to colonize everything. Not today, bitch. Not this brown body, bitch. <laughs> You're going to ask me for permission. <laughs> Always ask before you colonize. Bitch. <laughs> it's he's, the polite way to colonize. He's just playing. <laughs> but on some real shit, though, guys. Consent is sexy. Consent is important. And... You don't have to ever reiterate yourself. Mm -hmm. What you say is what you say, and that's what you motherfucking mean, and you stand in that. There's power in that, mm -hmm. okay? So the second part of the whole consent is sexy bit is communication. Um, I really think it's important whenever you are introducing a new person into your bed and inviting them into your body, just inviting them in your space in general, like it's important to really communicate and make sure that you guys are compatible. Like you're on the same page that you both know what each of you want and you work through a way to get what you both want. Mm -hmm. I have been in some circumstances where that was a step that was overlooked and the experience with them just wasn't so great. And I know for a fact it has everything to do with the fact that we didn't take the time to really talk more about what we wanted, you know? Um, but we'll cover some of our sexual adventures and, and endeavors here soon, but... Oh, yeah, it's going to get spicy. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe tonight, maybe not tonight. I don't know. Fuck it. I'm drinking. I'm feeling myself. He's feeling himself. I don't know. We'll see if we get on into it. I don't know. But yeah, communication is just so underrated. And it's so frustrating because I hear people say all the time, man, I'm just really not getting what I need. And I'm like, how the fuck is that? You have a mouth, open it. And it's like, well, it's just not that easy. Oh, no, it's definitely that motherfucking easy. And I mean, if you think it's something that's too extreme or too kinky and your partner not going to be into it, You'll probably be surprised because they might surprise you and be like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely down for that. <laughs> or they might throw something else on top of it, a little cherry on top, and you're really going to be ready for it. Moral of the story, if a closed mouth. Don't get fed. That's the one. That's the one. Ding, 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 ding. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a closed mouth. Don't get fucked. So who's to? Oh, oh. So, okay. All right. <laughs> Whew. It's my turn. Is it your turn? Yeah, it's my turn. <laughs> but I'm sure there's going to be something else I wrote down. Oh, no. Ow. 
<laughs> that one was mine. Yeah, so oral sex. Um, am I covering this as far as I'm concerned or you're concerned? Go for whatever you want. That's an interesting one. Okay. Well. Hmm. All right. For me, it's one of my favorite things. But I'm a little bit more on the extreme side. I don't like to just lay there and let my partner do it. I still like to be in control of it. Um, and done right and done correctly, it can actually bring a lot of pleasure to your partner. And it can be quite involved. It's something that I trained her on very Tell early on. Tell them what it is, Lynn. Tell them. What, throat uh, fucking? Yeah, maybe be specific. Okay. <laughs> it's what I enjoy is throat fucking. So it's basically the art of just exactly like it sounds. Fucking your uh, throat. <laughs> um, Lynn out here trying to fuck everybody's throat. I am. It's definitely <laughs> one of my things. <laughs> and I'll just look. Do you, boo? But you have to do it in the right way. You can damage somebody's esophagus if you don't have it done the right way, if you don't have them in the correct position. And not everyone, you know, has the same capacity. Some people have gag reflexes, some people don't. So as a top, you always have to consider that. And sometimes that involves training a throat, which means you just get rid of that whole gag reflex right off the top. Wow. Brittany can explain you about... She can tell you about that. Wow. No, that's your topic, buddy. You got to cover that. I, I don't know what else to say about it, to be honest. Fine. Fuck it. Okay. So, um, as some of you know, I'm a cock slut. Whatever. It is what it is. Um, I'm not really, like, into slobbing on knobs. No. Like, coin on the cop. Like, no, I'm really not into taking my time and looking you in your eye. A bitch got shit to do. Um, <laughs> hang my head off this bed and fuck my throat. I don't have all day, okay? So, on some real shit, though, it's honestly a trained skill. And one of the things that was in RDS was that I went through throat training. That was a part of one of the things that I wanted to explore because... Naturally, as a submissive, I want to please my partner. Um, but when there are certain things that I just struggle with, um, it's hard to feel like you're truly submitting, if that makes any sense. Yeah. So he kind of built this routine before we would have sex. I had to please him first to make sure that I knew my place and that I, you know, powered through my gag reflex. And here we are. How long did that take? Hmm? How long did it take? Hmm? Hmm? I don't remember. Okay. For real, how long did it take? It took about a month or two, I think. Yeah, I'd say that's right. Before your gag reflex was completely gone. My, 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 my. But it's definitely worth it because now I can hang your head right off the edge and just go all the way down if I want. Which is one of my favorite things. Yeah. It's it's wonderful. No, I mean, you're definitely right. It is a skill. Guys, I will definitely say this. You have to definitely take the time out to explore yourself sexually, with by, either by yourself or with someone you know and trust. Okay? 
Because one of the things I learned about myself when I was being trained to be his submissive, because this was during the time that I was being considered, um, he hadn't collared me yet. Um, I learned that I could come without any other stimulation outside of him fucking my throat. Like, I swear, I thought I had a fucking G-spot in the back of my throat because it wouldn't take long and my thighs are trembling. And I that that was all it took. Sweet and sour sauce everywhere. Oh, it's, a, it's, it's beautiful. <laughs> and, and how I was talking earlier about Dom space, this is kind of the space I'm talking about. It makes you feel so powerful that I can make my submissive come just by fucking her throat. That's not technically, you know, or normally an erogenous zone, but just her pleasing me. It depends on who you ask. Depends on who you ask, <laughs> but it's more of a state of mind for her that she's being that submissive and she's my toy. That's what helps bring it there. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I think we've got time for... One more? One more. All right, it's your turn. And then we'll wrap this shit up. Okay. Ooh, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit, I, I grabbed two. two. Damn it. You want yours again? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going with mine. We're throwing that back in there. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't shit, bruh. Listen, Oh my god. Wow. Really? Uh-huh. Oh my and you picked it. Wow. Mm. <laughs> wow. Just you wait till I get off this motherfucking podcast. <laughs> Guys, so the topic that I chose was how to handle jealousy in a relationship. I'ma kick his motherfucking ass. <laughs> it's something that we've been talking about a lot recently with some friends of ours. Honestly, he's right. And this is really a great topic. So this is the moment where I'm going to be fully transparent with you guys. Like I'm always going to be open and honest with you and keep it one fucking hundred with you always. But this is a topic that's really personal to me. And so I'm really about to go down through it with you guys. So bear with me. Um, Yeah. So handling jealousy in a relationship is difficult as fuck, okay? But it doesn't have to be difficult. It really ties into everything that we've just previously discussed. If you are honest, if you communicate with your partner about your feelings, both positive and negative, jealousy takes a backseat to everything else that's going on in your life Mm -hmm. but jealousy is going to pop up whether you're polyamorous or just monogamous yeah jealousy will pop up yeah absolutely and i'm the first to tell you i'm a jealous ass bitch and i don't even just mean with my partner i mean with my friends too yeah that's definitely the truth i've seen you get very jealous over some friends Oh, excuse me. Um, yeah, so I feel like, and this is just some social conditioning. You're my friend. I love you. You're mine. I don't want to share you with anybody else. Because you're my baby. You're my sweet baby angel, and I want you all to my fucking self. <laughs> but that's not how that works. Your body is your body. You are you, and you belong to you. And... 
you have to remember that people are not your property, which means you can do whatever the fuck you want to do with whomever you want to do it with, whenever you want to do it, however often you want to do it. You feel me? So for me, jealousy stems from a more positive energy now than it does in a negative one. But before I go any further, I want you guys to know that jealousy is 100% normal. If Mm -hmm. anybody in any polyamorous ass motherfucking relationship tells you that they don't ever get jealous, fucking run. Yeah, they're full of shit. They're full of shit and they're fucking sociopaths, okay? Run. Jealousy is a natural secondary emotion. It stems from a primary emotion that could be from any anything really you know what i'm saying it could be legitimately anything so if you're feeling jealous it's your responsibility to handle yourself accordingly and handle your partner responsibly and if they've got partners them as well and be open and honest we're supposed to be grown y'all doing grown people shit y'all so you got to you've got to be honest about how you feel so when I said earlier, yeah, it's how you handle jealousy that's yeah. important, not that it popped up, it's how you handle it. Yeah. So let me give you something super super personal, okay? So Lynn is probably well, no problem. Lynn is one of the best partners I've ever had. And I'm afraid to share him with anyone so my jealousy even though nothing's happened is stemming from fear that he's gonna fall in love with someone else and someone else is gonna love him better now you think that's fucking crazy i seen y'all together what y'all like the motherfucking obamas but lynn just light skin (laughs) but let me tell you crazy shit pops up in your mind when you have multiple people in a relationship or you have multiple people in your bed the craziest thoughts come to your mind and don't get me wrong Lynn and I run down through them together in the best possible way mm-hmm. the best possible way and if you ever land up in our bed know that we're gonna fucking wreck you we're gonna ruin you but anyway that's for another time and place as well mm-hmm. but back to it so yeah like my jealousy it comes from some insecurities that I have that I'm trying to work through as a person. And I don't have an issue telling anyone how I feel about anything because I've learned that bitter and resentment don't look good on me. It's not my shade of fucked up, you know? So what I, I guess what I want to say is feel every emotion that you feel wholeheartedly. Be honest with your person about how you feel in any given situation and fucking communicate it. It's your responsibility to give 100% transparency to whomever you're fucking and more importantly yourself. So I would say the best way to handle jealousy in a relationship is being communicative, being transparent about your feelings, taking some time to remove yourself from the situation and address those and work through them and revisit you know what i mean rinse wash and repeat oh definitely yeah so that's my advice if you're feeling jealousy if something pops up and your first instinct is to yell scream fight act out whatever 
it's only gonna hurt the situation. So I agree, definitely. Take a step back, examine that emotion, feel that emotion, and then come back when you can communicate that emotion. Yeah, I agree, baby. I definitely agree. Well, guys, it's about that time. And I just want to say to each of you that have listened, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to fuck with me, to fuck with me and my husband. Like, you guys don't know how much I appreciate you, truly. I have been overwhelmed with positive feedback and constructive criticism and you know keep going and we're we're waiting to listen and and hear you and feel you and you guys don't know sorry you just you just don't know how it makes me feel it makes me really emotional because this is something that I've been wanting to do for a long time and I haven't had the courage and the confidence to pursue some of the things that I've wanted to do in my life at the end of the day I'm here to serve you. At the end of the day, I want my community to come out stronger and healthier. I want you guys to know it's okay to be sexual beings without fucking shame or guilt. Y'all are everything to me. Thank you for tuning in and listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. And before we go, I'm going to end it on a positive note. Leave you some positive affirmations. Always remember that you are beautiful, you are brilliant, and you are resilient. And if no one's told you today, I love you. I love you and I care about you and I'm here for you. Lynn, is there anything you want to add before we go? I would just like to say thank you for sharing your time with us. And it has been lovely to meet you. And fuck that bitch, Carol Baskin. (laughs) Fuck that bitch, Carol Baskin. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Until we meet again, thanks for listening to the Love Below Connection. It's been wonderful having you. Have a great fucking evening.